Hey, good people, how we doing? How we doing? For those of y'all who are returning, thank you so much. For those of you who it's your first time, welcome. My name is Kyle, and this is Good Radio. As a matter of fact, this is a special episode of Good Radio. This is Good Radio Live. We do Good Radio Live every Sunday evening around 10 p.m. Um, just a chance to engage and interact and have a live feel instead of a, a pre-recorded feel. So if you hear uh, me speaking to people directly, know that that is why we are doing it uh, via IG Live, right? Might be people hopping in and out of the live. Um, might not be, but we're going we gonna to make it do what it do anyway. Uh, to this evening, I really think it is imperative for me to talk about fear, <clears throat> Fear in, in, in the sense of how we use it effectively. During this time, um, I think the whole world is going through such uh, massive shifts, massive changes. People have had to uproot their systems of, of, of normalcy, right? Uproot their, their, their contrived way of doing things and totally recalibrate, totally realign, totally reshape, totally redo what it is they do or what it is they've done in the past. For a lot of people, that's scary. For a lot of people, um, they've been stuck in, in, in such a, a systematic way of doing things for years and years and years and years and years and years and years, and years that when something like this pandemic happens or something like a family shift happens or something like an economic shift happens or a health shift happens or a, a, a career shift or anything that changes, that breaks the pattern happens fear occurs right fear occurs the 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 kind of sensation we get when we don't understand what is coming up ahead and we can't really predict it so we start conjuring a whole bunch of of maybes and what fear does you know and and it's a natural uh human thing um what fear does is it it'll conjure the worst possible options <laughs> right it'll it'll tell us in our head the worst possible thing that can occur and a lot of times um if we're not super rational or super logical people we'll run with that right without realizing that the reason why our body and our mind tells us the most extreme thing is so that we can calibrate it, right? So we'll run with the most extreme idea. We'll run with the most extreme option. We'll run with the most extreme occurrence, even if it doesn't make sense at the time, right? I, I think I talked uh, a bit uh, in something I posted about my fear of, of lightning and thunder right it might come from a real place right it might come from being down in georgia and and seeing that thing hit the the ground 
right? Seeing it strike the ground and, and the smoke come up, right? It, it comes from a real place, but, you know, the likelihood of it hitting in in New York, like when you're in the middle of a whole bunch of, you know, skyscrapers and buildings and, you know, all this stuff, it's, it's unlikely, but fear tells my mind that it's still likely. That's what happens when we deal with fear, right? It gives us the extre- the most extreme option and the most extreme likelihood and, and tricks us into thinking that that's what's going to happen, right? So during this, cr- during this crisis, this pandemic, right, I know a lot of people were scared, petrified, right? They thought it, back in March, they thought about the worst possible thing that was about to happen. They thought there was going to be homeless they thought they was going to be you know uh job foodless jobless they you know war was going to break out and 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 you know everything was going to just the worst just all of the things right they they put it in the frame of the entire worst right and again that's what the media was saying that's what you know was was being whatever whatever right But there's something that happens when you are able to lean into your fear. There's something that happens when you're able to say, you know what? Yep, I'm experiencing this. I'm, I'm afraid of this. But I'm going to lean in because I'm, I, I, I want to know. I want to understand why I'm feeling this. And not only do I want to understand why I'm feeling this, but I want to control this thing. I want to control this thing. I don't I do not want this thing to affect me. I do not want this thing to 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 run my life and to determine my path and to determine how I engage and interact with the world around me. And I want to talk specifically about and and you know the the pandemic fear is one thing because that fear is even if you don't get your even if you imagine the most extreme circumstances you get your answer pretty quickly right and by pretty quickly i mean relatively quickly you know if you were afraid of march it's it's april it's august now you know things are still happening but you know we we have a, a better grip on our fear because we've seen it for the past couple of months i'm talking about the fears i want to talk about the fears that people have for years and years that it takes time right it takes a significant amount of time to determine whether that fear is is rational or not i'm i want to talk about the fears that we have from little children or from teenage people or even some from adults that last 10 20 30 years Fears that someone whispered in our ear when we were younger. Fears that 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 we saw from afar and said, oh, wow, I cannot do, I can't be that, I can't do that. Fears that are placed in us to control us, right? Because a lot of times what will happen is if people can't control you with their physical might, mm, get this, if people can't control you with their physical prowess, they'll control you with your mind. If they can't get you with their body, they'll control your mind. So they'll tell you all of these things that make that turn you into an enemy of yourself. 
that make you self-conscious, that make you uh, 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 doubt, that make you worry, that make you put yourself in a box where they don't even have to hit you. <laughs> they don't even have to get at you. You'll be so afraid of what the, the possibility might be that you'll stay crippled. Crippled by your worry. Crippled by the, 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 the conjuring of your imagination. Your imagination could be a scary place. I was thinking about this uh, this week because I'm doing a lot of self-work. We'll talk about self-work in relation to fear later. But I was doing a lot of self-work and it is imperative sometimes to start at what we don't want, right? If you've ever taken, if you've ever taken algebra, sorry. <laughs> I hate algebra that much that whenever I say the word, it's just blah, blah, jumbles in my mouth. Like don't. <laughs> If you've ever taken algebra before, you have that MX plus B equals Y or MX, you know, or whatever, you know that equation and you're trying to solve for X. So you got to start somewhere and, and reshuffle things around, right? A lot of times in life when we are doing self-work, we got to shuffle things around. A lot of times in life when we're doing self-work, we have to start from uh, maybe point C, right? and work it back, right? We gotta, we gotta define what it is that is holding us in fear, that is crippling us, that is making us into uh, the, the per persons or people that we don't wanna be. And then once we learn why it is, again, th this whole week I was talking about, uh, I talked a lot about finding the why first, right? Sometimes, Sometimes it is imperative to find the why, why we fear something and then work it back in order to attack the root of the fear itself, right? So I'll, I'll use myself in, as an example here. Um, one of my biggest fears and, and my, might be my biggest, might be, it's always hard to, say the big one of those things, cause that's like, you know, life. But one of my biggest fears, and I'm talking about like deep, I'm not talking about like drowning or, or getting locked in a, a, a box, being buried alive. Like, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about like spiders and stuff. No, no, no. I'm talking about like deep rooted fears, right? Like behavioral changing fears, like personality shifting fears, right? One of my biggest fears is um, being alone. I'll, I'll to simplify it. Being alone. Being the type of person that has no connection to anyone outside of myself. Being the type of person that can't effectively connect with anyone. Being the type of person that always has to rely on his own strength and his own personhood to for, for everything, right? My, my grandfather was um, 
from what I've known of him, right? Because we always hold, uh, especially when, when we're introduced to people at their peak, we, you know, view them at their peak and, and take their life at their peak entirely, right? We might not see the fullness of their life, but what we see of it, right, we, we you know, paint the image of. Um, but from what I saw of my grandfather, he, uh, on my mother's side, he was a very social guy, very, and I don't want to say social, I mean, um, outgoing, helpful, you know, um, quick to say hi, right? Quick to talk to you, come over and talk to you, quick to connect. And I, I always admired that because when I was little, I was, I was real shy really shy right now my my father is not that way at all totally antithesis of that right um a type of person who actually from what he says right and you never know because a lot of times people will say oh i'm cool being by myself but that would be a defense mechanism because they don't want to really say that they feel alone and they don't know how to shake the the feeling or shake the mechanisms inside themselves that keep on uh landing them in lonely positions so they'll say you know what i'd rather be alone you know how many times do we make comfortable uh the places of our pain because we uh have decided in our mind that we cannot shift that pain mm, that's big if you didn't get that get that a lot of times we make a bed of rocks because we feel like that's the only place that we'll have delay. We won't search for any anywhere else. We feel like that's the only place that we ever have. So we make it comfortable. Might as well make it comfortable, right? If you're going to be uh, a late person, might as well be comfortable in your lateness. If you're going to be uh, a, a, a sloppy person, might as well embrace it right if you these are the things that we think i'm not saying that you should do that right if you're gonna be an antisocial person might as well say you know what i like being antisocial right a lot of times and uh and i don't want to get too far off the path right <laughs> but <clears throat> a lot of times I, I was talking to my friend uh this week about wealth and all of these things and a lot of times we what we do is we'll say um like i said we'll make these excuses for why we don't want to go after what we what we say we wanted in the past or what we decided in our mind that we can't have, right? I was talking to my friend about money and um I had I realized I had decided, you know what? Eh, I'm not a I'm not a, a, a rich person. I'm not like I'm not gonna pursue money. And for a long time I said that I'm not a money guy. And I had to do some self work and and, and ask myself why I was saying that. I had to do some self work and ask myself why I, I felt the need to not pursue wealth, right? Why I convinced myself so much that that I couldn't achieve that thing, that I couldn't achieve the, those 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 goals and that vision, right? So now I'm saying, you know what? I was I was afraid. I was afraid of fearing, fa failing. I was afraid of not getting all that I can get. I was afraid of not 
being allowed in certain rooms and allowed in certain spaces and not being able to feel fearing that I didn't have everything that I needed in order to be the type of person, the quote unquote, uh, I, I didn't fit the image of the rich person. So instead of um, doing what I had to do, or instead of um, pushing past, what I did was I said, Mm. I'm not a money guy. Mm. There's the, 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 the something else. There's something deeper than money. And, and there is. And I'm glad that I went through that path because then it, it, it has made me find things. You know, God always works. It made me find things that are deeper than just money. But that should never mean that we should throw away those big dreams. Because money can help. The Bible says money is a defense. Let's be real. Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil, right? Putting putting money above everything else, right? Serving money like it's God, that's evil. But the Bible talks about using money. I mean, you dig into this thing. Jesus had to be funded some way, right? The provisions had to be made. Offerings had to be given. Money is money is a defense, so we shouldn't be afraid of it, and we shouldn't uh, think so little of ourselves that we uh, think that we don't fit that patina, or we can't handle it, or we're gonna be evil. Look, money it, it only exposes who you really are. <laughs> I said this a couple things ago, right? Money uh, gives you that option to be who you really are. So if you do the stuff work, and that's why a lot of times people don't get money or a lot of times people find themselves with money and find themselves destroyed if you do the self work before the money comes mm, you won't you won't have to deal with that you won't have to deal with being the evil guy but i digress um let's get back to the the the, the big fear right of me being alone right so uh i was talking about uh my pop right and and he uh has made this world where he's okay with being alone most of the time or being uh, reclusive at this point. And it's always been my fear, right? It's always been my fear. A lot of times we don't realize how much of the people around us, especially parents, right, are in us. A lot of times when, when and this happens especially for me, I don't know if it happened for you, but it happens for me for sure. We spend our youth fighting against being our parents. We spend our youth fighting against being the people that we see every day, depending on how, on your relationship with them, of course, because if you grow up and you are, um, and you see, and you have that confidence and you have that thing where it's like, oh, wow, my people are the best, right? If you view your parents, how I grew my, how I view my grandparents, then you will always be trying to reach that standard as opposed to trying to circumvent that. Right. And I feel like a lot of people actively try to circumvent being who their parents are or were right so what i did um and, and what i do well let's talk about this there are always 
two ways to handle fear. There's a, there's a good way and a bad way. <laughs> there's an effective way and then there's uh, an ineffective way. And when I say ineffective, I mean a way that tries to navigate around fear, but ends up running into more deleterious factors, right? So I'll tell you what I did to circumvent this, this, this fear of being alone or being antisocial, you know, not really liking people, not really connecting with people, right? What I did was I pushed myself to talk to everybody. <laughs> I pushed myself to talk to every single person alive, right? I That's why you see me on here doing a lot. That's why you see me DMing so many people. Well, sometimes I DM people because, you know, I was in a, in a, you know, you know, I'm trying to work on not DMing so many girls, but <laughs> that's a different case. Uh, it's a different fear that I have, but uh, <laughs> um, which kind of is the same fear. We'll talk about that. I'll put a pin in that because that's interesting. Um, but um, I try to like, you know, for those of you who work with me, you know, I go around and, and say hi to everybody, everybody. Right. I say hi. I'm in the I'm the guy in the morning who is just going around and just saying hi to people. I don't have to, I don't really need to say hi to, <laughs> right? Just talking to everyone because I want to know you, right? I want to know you. And, and on the surface, it seems like I'm just, you know, just super chipper and super whatever, or want to get in people's business. or want to, you know, know everyone, depending on your worldview, you might just see me as trying to flirt or whatever. To some people who go a little bit deeper, it might be because I want to, you know, really genuinely know people and I want to explore people. And I want to tell stories and I want to find stories and I want to, you know, that journalism thing in me and blah, 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 blah. That's that's a little bit deeper. But on the deeper sense of it, in the in, in, in the catacombs of, of my of the causation. In the in the depths of the why, right? In the abyss of it all lies the real reason. And the real reason is I'm running away from that loneliness. I'm running away from that fear. That is the, I'm running away from the paranoia of I won't be able to connect with people unless I connect with people every moment and chance that I get. I won't be able to connect with people unless I, I, I just go out of my way to be social. I, I, I will be this if, and I was talking to uh, my mother actually the other night and I said, you know, if I am not, if I don't do this, if I'm not super social, I feel I have it in me. I have the propensity to be that closed off human being, to be that mean human being, to be that, um, uh, uh, incompatible with people type of person, right? So I go all about, all overboard talking to people, right? And another, and, and you know, the other ways that I've tried to circumvent that fear, right? As I just talked about the DM, but I want to put a pin in that for another second to explore this one. What I would do is I would go out. Right. Not just saying hey to everyone at work and in different departments and people I don't really need to talk to. It, it, it showed up like that. But more so, it showed up in the fact that I went out so much. I felt uh, I, I, I felt and this is real as day. This is real as this table that, that I'm recording on. This is this, this is real as I'm talking to you right now. I felt like I was doing myself a disservice if I didn't go out. 
on any given day. I felt I was doing myself a, 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 a disservice to the deepest part of me. Because if I didn't go out, if I didn't stretch my social skills, if I didn't push myself to know everyone, if I didn't push myself to be seen and be heard by everyone, I would ultimately end up a reclusive being. I would ultimately end up a, a, a person that did not connect well with people. And it petrified me, guys. It petrified me. Now, how I did this, right, is I would go out to the bars it's the easiest way to meet people, right? And what do you do? You know, people's just sitting there drinking and you sit there drinking, you talk. I went out to the bars. I went out to the, the social spots, right? Especially for the, well, it, it's been happening for the past 10 years. And I just had to unpack that because I always say, yo, the last two years was crazy. The last two years was just a culmination of it, but it was happening since for, for the past 10 years, really. Just saying I could go home and I could sit and I could stew in my my selfishness or I could go out and be amongst some people. Now, on the surface, that sounds great, but you have to have the right intention behind it. If you're if, if the right intention, if the if the intention behind it is fear, running from your fear and chasing after uh the chasing after the people, chasing after of validation, chasing after notoriety, chasing after uh, the room, being the center of the room, what ends up happening is you know what happens when you chase that natural inclination of anything that you chase is to get the H away from you. And that's what ends up happening. That's what ends up happening when we, we uh, do things because of fear and not, mm, let, mm, let me put a pin in that. Here we go. Here we go. See, I, I, I sometimes in these, uh, these episodes, I go all around, but I, but I got to take you on a journey. I can't go point A, B, C because everyone ain't living that linear life, right? Everyone, I got to make sure I hit all the points. I got to make sure I hit everybody's situation because I'm talking about my situation, but I'm really talking to everybody else, right? So I got to make sure I hit all the points, but I'm going somewhere. Please, please trust and believe me, I'm going somewhere. So this is the thing, right? And I got to talk about this as well. I, I mentioned earlier about the DM sliding. Mm, I'm feeling it right now, guys. I'm feeling it right now. I'm talk, I was talking about the DM sliding, right? And I just got out of a situation where, or, or a situation put me out where I was chasing due to my fear of being lonely, right? I find myself in a lot of relationships where I'm holding on so much, holding on for dear life, holding on for connection. Please, please, let's be compatible. Please, please, let's work out. Please, please give me the dream that I have of having that perfect connection because I'm so scared of being the person that just sits there and doesn't connect to anyone. I'm petrified of being the person that has that that lives a life that doesn't connect with anybody. Mm. How many people out there are living lives where you're afraid not to connect? How many people are living lives where 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 you go through life afraid of something that you've seen when you were younger? Seen uh uh um detailed when you were younger and now you just running from that right some people run from 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 
knowledge because they've been told all their lives that they don't fit that. Some people run from having uh, responsibility because they've seen all their life what what has been told to them, right? Some people run from being uh, smart people because it's been told to them all their lives that smart people are corny. Some people run from being uh, 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 in love because of, because of what they've seen, right? How many people say uh, have have this deleterious or, or egregious idea about love and about women? How many brothers like us have these these horrible ideas about women and about relationships because we've seen uh, horrible relationships displayed? We've seen horrible examples of relationships. We've seen horrible examples of of how women treat men and how men treat women and, and everything in between, right? Running away. So I find myself in a lot of relationships and and a lot of relationships, whether romantic friendship, right? Where I'm clinging, clinging onto that connection. No matter if it's a real connection, no matter, I, I fake the connection a lot of times. A lot of times the connection is synthetic. A lot of times what I'll find myself doing, and this is so, and this is so real right now because hmm, sometimes you just gotta say it. I will find myself creating a, 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 a synthetic attachment. We talked about that before somewhere. Uh, a synthetic attachment because I fear being alone so much. So I'll make up the difference and I'll call it romance. Mm, come on. I'll make up the difference and I'll call it being being sweet and 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 I'll stay up and write poems and I'll stay up and write songs and I'll stay up and romanticize and, and, and create this idyllic version of what the relationship is because I'm filling the void and making a connection uh, a stronger connection where there actually might be a loose one right my idyllic sense of what's going on is the glue that holds it all together mm. And these are the things when we start to do self-work, when we start to really sit with ourselves and not just not just go through things, but go through things with intentionality. Say, I'm going through this thing, but I'm going to learn from it. I'm going through this thing, but I'm going. But if I got to go through it, I'm going to make sure that I don't have to go through it again. I'm going to make sure I'm not going to be hurt again. I'm going to make sure I'm going to be stronger on the other side. I'm going to be wiser on this other side. I'm going to be better on the other side. And the only way that we ensure that is to learn everything from those moments. Khalil Gibran, I, I, I meant to look up the quote, but it said something about, uh, to paraphrase, and not to say it as beautifully as his, his, he said it, but uh, our, our progress is, is, is embedded in the shell of our pain. And when we crack that pain open, there goes the progress. There goes the lesson. There goes the beauty of the moment. When we crack that 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 pain open, when we crack that story open, when we crack that experience open. So now, when you when when I go through these things, I'm I'm looking at, I'm looking at it for the lesson. I'm looking at it for the lesson, right? Right. A lot of times, that's how we solve our fear, self work. <laughs> Put it like this. Anything that ceases to grow acquiesces to death. Anything that refute and 
anything that refuses to continue to expand and to grow is acquiescing or accepting death saying all right i'll 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 pass away i'll die and sometimes death doesn't mean a literal one or a physical one sometimes when we when we say when we stop growing mentally our ignorance will cause us death you go through a, a mental death maybe not physically mentally but but mentally in terms of your spirit in terms of being open to people in terms of having empathy in terms of understanding people how many people do we know we know a lot of people in this country now we that that have exposed themselves that have exposed that they are are are, are mentally dead in in a spiritual uh way right right they're dead in terms of being able to understand people that don't look like them, being able to understand people that don't dress like them, being able to understand people that don't think like them and don't act like them and don't believe like them, being able to understand people that don't come from where they come from, being able to understand people outside of themselves. That's what happens when you when you cease to grow. When you cease to to evolve, right? Spiritual growth is important. How your heart, you're, you're growing your heart is important. Think, look at think, look at relationships, right? When we stop growing towards each other in a relationship, right? When we stop communicating with each other, when we stop learning each other, so learning uh, what to put, what to what to push someone to to continue to do and what to give them the leeway say okay well i know you so i know you know whatever whatever that compromise right that that constant back and forth that constant expansion of of knowing who your partner is right when we when we cease to 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 have that that commitment right and and commitment takes growth commitment takes a lot of growth commitment like <laughs> Yo, everything about going into work and, and learning different things or or having like technologies and showing up and le- having to learn different things here and there, having to, you know, it takes work. It takes growth. When we stop growing, then we say, okay, what they call it, being a dinosaur, right? Because you stop, you stop growing. You stop evolving. When you stop evolving, then boom you 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 give yourself that death sentence right when you stop allowing yourself to connect with people it's it's a death sentence right and it's sad because a lot of people just give up right we have so many words now for it and I think one of the things with this generation <clears throat> is we're so smart and we're so capable and we have access to so much. And sometimes kind of like a Tower of Babel type of situation where we have access to so much. <laughs> we have access to so much that we become stupid. We have access to so much that we begin. That we, we have access to so much information that we start to, to, to make up information to have that <laughs> we begin to start to, to to start believing in everything that we that we say right we find ways to to make it true right in this generation we if we want one plus five to equal 20 we'll find a way to rationalize it 
right? We'll find a way to make it make it. It, it, it just feels like a 20 right here. It just it just feels like it should be 20 and let 20 be 20. If it, if 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 it if it's supposed to be six, it's fine. But I was I feel I feel like a 20. Mm. Now, in some ways, that's really good. Right. Some ways it, it's, it opens people up gets people out of their box, but in some ways it makes us, hmm, it makes us blind to reality. Sometimes we, we, we become so optimistic, right? This generation has become so optimistic, uh, and, and that might not be the right word to use because this generation is not very optimistic, but we become so idealistic rather that we, that we, forget the reality of it. And the only way that we really grow is we deal in reality. Yeah, it's great to have a blueprint. It's great to have an idea. It's great to have a roadmap. But until you make that roadmap usable on the actual road, like, yo, you <laughs> you could want a, 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 a 20 story mansion with the, you know, with these crazy type of uh you can have a, a blueprint of your wildest dreams but you go to a contractor they're going to tell you what the real is now there might be some pushback you might be able to push uh further than his his restraints and further than the box that he's in right but he gonna give you the real right sometimes it's it's, it's necessary to operate in reality and see the real right so we a lot of times people will have this idea of you know what? I could go through the world alone. You know what? I could be totally selfish. We rationalize things based off of what people want and not what people need. If you didn't get that, please get that. We rationalize what we want to do based off of what we want and not what we need. We go with <laughs> we go with who we want to be instead of who we need to be. Look at the look at the relationships that we form. Right? We don't look at what the relationship needs. We look at what we want out of it. We don't we don't look at the nurturing that that person needs or or look at the type of love that that person needs or the type of love language that that person responds to. We look at what we can get out of it. We look at us fulfilling our need not to be alone. We look at us feeling fulfilling our desire for for physical uh touch or affection we look at it from our desire to be sexually uh satisfied we look at it from our desire to be monetarily satisfied in some ways we look at it from selfish desires and every time any time any and every time that we are selfish we are choosing not to grow because then, and I say this a lot, you know, come on, we say it all the time, purpose is never personal, right? Whenever we say something like, I just want to do this because of me. I'm just feeling this because of me. I'm just doing this because of me. I This is how I feel like. This is what I want to do. And we don't factor in how it affects other people around us. It doesn't, we, we don't factor in how it affects people that are going to come from us. We cause so many ripple effects and so many reverberating and resonating uh, 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 damages 
right? I think of myself, right? I think of time when I was going out a lot and, you know, drinking and, and, and doing all the things and not being responsible and how that had an impact on the people around me immediately, how that had a, a reverberating impact on people you know, outside of my immediate circle, how that had an impact on my body. And maybe hopefully not uh, prayerfully not, but maybe the seed that comes from me. But because I was in a, in a state of selfishness, in a state of, I can do whatever I want. I should be able to do whatever I want. Yeah, you can do whatever you want, but freedom without discipline is chaos. Freedom without discipline is chaos. And a lot of times we cause chaos because it's all about us. We think it's all about us. We think it's all self-centric. We think it's, if it ain't about me, I don't care about it. Cause you know, Instagram said, be selfish, honey. Instagram said, do it, do you don't care about nobody else, honey. Instagram said, D just worry about you. And, and if it hurts anybody else, well, so what? Instagram said, well, you got to take your feelings into account first and forget any, everybody else's feelings. Well, that's not how it works, right? Because in, a, in an ideal world, you can do what you wanted to do and you can be who you want to be and you can go where you want to go and whatever, whatever. And it might not affect everyone else. But in the real world, everything that we do has a lasting effect on the people around us and the people around them and the people around them and the people around them. That's why it's important to have great energy. That's why it's important to maintain a sense of, of, of not toxic positivity, but actual authentic positivity and actual authentic growth because that energy is so viral and we don't realize that. That energy is so contagious and we don't realize that. We don't realize how one negative word in the morning to someone can have a domino effect that can be much more, mm, I'm feeling it right, much more than we ever intended it to be when we said that negative word to that person, to, to, to person A, to patient zero, right? That can have a reverberating effect that leads to someone to, to 10 people down the line or 20 people down the line, that can lead to someone getting killed your negative word, the negative energy that you put out into the world, right? That's why it's important. That's why it's important to say, you know what? <laughs> and right now I'm, I'm going through it in my mind because it's, it's hard. It's hard when we get to a point where we are so selfish and it's become calloused and caked on to be selfish it becomes it becomes a part of us to be uh this person that is angry this person that is fearful this person that is incompatible this person that is 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 um selfish right it becomes so second nature that it feels it feels weird to not be that it feels and sometimes again and, and i'm talking about ego uh maybe next week but sometimes when the the compliment to fear 
is ego because ego will tell you, nah, you don't got to change. That's their problem. Again, I, that's why I have a lot of problem with the memes going around nowadays, right? That's their problem. You don't, you don't got to change nothing that's, 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 a, that's about you. That's their problem. If they can't deal with you, that's their problem. Well, no, because if I'm shooting people and I'm killing people, it is their problem. If I'm destroying people's lives, it is their problem. If I'm stealing from people, it is their problem. It is something that I have to change about myself. And when we do it with, whether we do it with, uh, in actuality, when we, whether we do it, stick your hands up, bang, bang, or whether we do it with our words, whether we do it with our words, it's still real. Look, I, I, I got to talk about this, cursing people, right? When, and literally, when we put negativity on people, oh, you can't do that. Oh, you'll never be that. Oh, you stupid. Oh, you dumb. Or, oh, I you I knew this about you from when you was little. Or the, Cursing people. That comes out of, of a selfish hate. That comes out of a desire for you to put your, to, to hoist your hatred, to hoist the weight of your hatred for that person onto them. So instead of, so, so it's a transverse of energy, really, instead of you having to carry around this burden of hate, you try to hoist a little bit on them and make their, their burden a little bit heavier. So we curse people. We say, oh, you stupid person, or, oh, you you dumb, or oh, you fat, or oh, you lazy, or oh, you this, or oh, you that. And, and, and we make people, or we either make people think things about themselves, make people fear things about themselves, or make people think things about their future, and make people think things about their capacity, and make think people think things about their capability, right? And we try, we attempt, I, I wasn't gonna, I'm not gonna say that we do it, we, uh, people attempt to curse your future, but I, curse that at the root of it i speak against that thing anyone who's listening anyone under the sound of my voice who's had people say bad things about them say negative things about them say they weren't going to be this they weren't going to do this they weren't going to go nowhere they weren't going to be nothing they, they're going to live in misery they're going to live in fear they're going to they're going to get it from their kids they're going to get it from their family they're never going to find love they're never going to do this they're never going to do that i curse that at the root i uproot that thing in you right now that will not happen to you. Their curses that they put on you will not come to fruition. That will not happen. Because that had come from a place of hate. And anything that comes from a place of hate, all we gotta do is realize it comes from a place of hate and we could uproot that thing quickly. We could flick that thing quickly. Because it won't have it won't take root no more when we know that it's come from a place of uh, a place of yuckiness a place of disgustingness, a place of fear, a place of anger. And when we realize that that's where that thing come from, man, I'm, I'm gonna go with God. I'm gonna go with what God said I am. Not with what you said, not with what you said I ain't. <laughs> not with what you say I can't do. I'm gonna go with what God said I can do. Every fear, every, every word of discouragement that someone put into your life, I am telling you, that's done now. That's dead done now. That don't live there no more. That does not live there no more. You're better now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, and this is the thing. 
when we do things, when people do to do that type of thing, when people put those type of, 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 of curses on us, when people put those type of bad words on us, when people talk down to us, all we got to do is smile and say, you know what? Instead of throwing that energy back to you, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do some self-work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of making it a cycle of hate, if you say F you to me, instead of me saying F you to you, I'm going to say, you know what? Have a nice day. I'm going to walk away and I'm going to say, all right, what am I feeling right now? Where's the, where's the anger, right? Where Where is the, the, the resentment? Where is the pain? Where is the hurt? Let me locate everything that's going on right now in my body, in my feelings, in my emotion, in my mind, and let me learn it and control it, right? Control it so I can shut, the, shut that down quickly. Because a lot of times with people who, who are hateful, what they want you to do, what they're pushing you to do, when they curse you or when they curse at you, what they're really trying to get you to do is feel some of what they're feeling. They're trying to turn you into them. They're trying to turn you into a hateful person as well. They're trying to turn you into a sad and lonely and angry person as well. So what you have to do, what you have to do is you got to learn that place inside of you and learn how to shut it down because you're going to have it, right? We get mad. We get angry. We want to uh, uh, be negative to people. We want to hurl insults to people, but it's not what people hurl at us. It's what we find in those moments. <laughs> it's what we find in that energy. It's what we find in that zone that defines the output, right? It's not so much about the input. It's about the output. It's, 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 it's incredible because... I know people who grew up around the most negative of environments, right? And they use that to propel themselves forward because they saw this is negative. This is, this is, this is trying to curse me, whether it be the, the words of a person or, or the, just the environment, which, which you grew up around, but I'm going to use that as a, as a, as a studying agent, I'm going to use that as a as a as a sample as a culture sample sample culture whatever and i'm going to study this i'm going to study the biology of it i'm going to study the economy of it i'm going to study how this works i'm going to break it down so that i cannot become that it goes back to the self work of uh, of studying your fear so that you don't become that thing right doing the self-work so that you can grow and evolve, breaking it down by sections and components, right? Exactly what scares you, exactly what hurts you, exactly what makes you so angry, exactly what makes you so fearful, exactly what makes you cry, exactly what makes you uh, uh, yell, exactly what makes you scream, exactly what makes you disconnect from the world around you, exactly what makes you exactly become what you fear becoming, what makes you alone. What is it in that feeling that brings to fruition what I don't want to be? Mm. Hmm. Hmm. And then we come to the conclusion that the only way to fight, the only way to fight fear is through faith. The only way to fight fear is through faith. 
See, fear is going to tell you what you shouldn't believe in. Fear is going to tell you what you shouldn't trust in. Fear is going to tell you tell you what you shouldn't do and where you shouldn't go. But faith is going to tell you what to believe in. Faith is going to give you something strong to believe in. Something strong to trust in. Something strong to walk on. Something strong to see from. It's going to give you that, 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 that wide lens, right? It's going to say, I might not see it all now, but I know that there's something out there. I know that there's a reason I'm going through this pain. I know there's a reason I'm going through this hurt. I know there's a reason I'm going through this anguish. I know there's a reason why I have to be in the realm of certain people and certain pains and certain hurts and certain hurtful people. I know that there's a reason for this. I know that there's a, I know that there is a use for this. There's a purpose for this. And when you know that there's a purpose for everything that happens in life, because that's what faith this dictates that there's a purpose for everything in life. Everything happens for a reason. When you know that and you have the faith, you might be going through it. It might be hurting you. It might be paining you. It might be stripping you down. It might be wearing you to the bone. But if you really have that faith, if you really have that faith, then all the while what you're doing is looking for the lessons. All the while what you're doing is studying it. All the while what you're doing is not being crippled by it and not fearing it so much where it shuts you down but all you're doing is just looking at it yeah okay okay you're not gonna kill me but okay yeah you're not gonna defeat me but okay i see you now oh yeah you're not gonna stop me from going where i need to go but okay i see you i'm studying you i'm learning you now oh okay yeah i got you now oh you're gonna do this move i'm gonna jab that way oh you're gonna jab this way i'm gonna cut this way oh yeah i'm a, oh I, I learned you now and now that I know where you're going to attack, where you're going to strike, right? I, I know how you're going to try to get me angry, where you're going to try to get me angry at. Now I could not only uh, create defensive moves, but I can attack based off of where I know you're going to go. Or you're going to go left, bang, I hit you right there. Or you're going to go right, bang, I'm going to get you right there. Bang with the uppercut. I know, now that I know your moves, I could control you. Now that I know what you do, I have the upper hand because I studied you. I learned you now. We got to learn our fear from the why. Why is it in us? Why do we have that fear? Then what do we need to do to attack that fear? How, learning why that fear is, how that fear is, how it operates, and then what we need to do to knock that fear out. Guys, fear does not live in your life anymore. It might, it might re reside but now you know how to attack it. Now you know how to get past it. Now you know how to break that fear. And once you know it's out there, once you know it's out there, once you know you can't, you can't, you can't take it out of your mind now, now you got the tools. I gave you that tool. Break your fear. Break your fear. Control it and break it. Don't let it break you. Don't let it keep you from doing things. Don't let it sequester you. Don't let it put you in a box. Now you could do any and everything because you don't have to fear anything. You don't have to fear anything anymore. Now you can break your fear. Break that thing. Mm. Guys, I thank y'all for joining us this evening. I thank you for listening to it on the, on, the, on the podcast, right? I thank you wherever you joined us. Somebody's gonna get something massive from this word. I pray you do. I love you so much. I thank you so much. We're here every Sunday. 10 p.m. or somewhere around then. I love you. I thank you. I pray for you. 
I know that you are going to break your fear. Come on, let's say it like we always say it. Think good, see good, do good, but you most importantly better be good. Talk to y'all later. Peace. Good people, don't forget to follow Finding Good Times at Finding Good Times on all platforms, at Finding Good Times on all available platforms, and of course, FindingGoodTimes.com. Keep following, keep sharing, keep reposting. Most importantly, keep being good. Love y'all.